Back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Ms. Valerie Lopez. Ms. Valerie Lopez was playing an open mic in San Antonio, Texas, when I was down there for the South by Southwest 2019 festival, uh, playing with Skanks Roots Project. Um, I was in San Antonio spending a couple days down there. And uh, I decided to hit up an open jam. Uh, the open jam was advertised as um, people who usually stop through here are on tour. And uh, so you never know who you're going to get. And uh, they, they weren't wrong. So I went down to this club. I forgot the name of the club. Um, and I saw this young lady in the corner tuning her guitar. And then I see, you know, it, it was sparse. There was a couple musicians sort of floating around chatting and stuff. But then there's this one young lady in the corner just sort of tuning and sort of prepping herself. And, and, and I was just sort of drawn to that because it's... Um, uh, I don't know. I'm just drawn to the people who are sort of uh, off in the corner in the distance. Maybe it's the introvert, introvert, introvert of in me who just is uh, drawn to the dark corners or the back of the rooms or the the you know the 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 wallflower. Um, yeah. Anyways, so we uh, so I, I I saw her in the corner and uh, and you know I just logged it. It wasn't like I went up and was like, hi, how you doing? I just sort of sat in, sat down and, and uh, found out some of the stuff that's going on, then started chatting up with the musicians. And then I saw Valerie take the stage and play. And, and you could just tell musicians who are, who are comfortable with the stage and who just take a presence on stage. And, and she's one of them. And, and she sang and she was great. And I knew right away, I was like, man, I wonder if she'd be down to do this kind of impromptu on the spot interview and she was so um we're very lucky to be able to talk to miss valerie lopez who was just on the road on tour uh, doing a solo acoustic thing and i didn't even know that her music because uh, when i saw her she was doing just solo acoustic act singer songwriter but her music is so produced and so beautiful like uh it, it, it it didn't throw me off. It was a uh, it was a pleasant surprise added on to the the conversation because I didn't really get a chance to hear her music other than what she was playing on stage. So when I started, you know, digging into Valerie and started putting this show together for release, uh, you know, I, I was very pleasantly surprised. And she has uh, a couple new songs out this year that you can check out right now on Spotify. Um, it's under Miss Valerie Lopez. Lopez, and that's M-I-S-S, Miss uh, Valerie, V-A-L-E-R-I, Lopez. There's no E at the end of Valerie. So Miss Valerie Lopez, you can find her on uh, Spotify. Um, 
SoundCloud. You can you can find her everywhere. Um, she's also let's see. I want to make sure I get her website. ValerieLopez.com. V-A-L-E-R-I-L-O-P-E-Z.com. You can go check out her music there and buy her album. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's awesome. I, I I after listening to her music and then listening to the conversation. It gives a great context to where her music comes from and where her her energy and her and, and her creativity is drawn from. She's very honest in her lyrics and and I really love "Broke My Little World." Um, and actually, I I love both of those songs that are on Spotify. "Fill Your Heart with Love, Not Hate," and. Uh, broke my little world oh wait a second hold on let me make sure i get these songs right so i'm gonna play these songs at the end of our conversation because i feel like at the end of the conversation is going to give you great context and insight into her songwriting and where her song and music comes from uh so the songs are called uh, broke my little world and then fill your Heart with Love, Not Hate. Both of those can be found on Spotify and at ValerieLopez.com. Okay, guys, that's enough out of me. Um, let's jump over to Valerie. And uh, this is, I, f- I wish I could remember the name of the bar. Uh, maybe I say it in the conversation. Maybe I missed it when I was listening back. Uh, there is an interruption by uh, um, a, a well-wisher who wanted to come up and tell Valerie that she killed it. Because she did. She did great. Um, and uh, so there's a little conversation when you do these things out in public the public tends to join in so (laughs) there's that aspect of this but it's a couple minutes and uh it's not bad uh it's 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 fun it's part of the conversation uh okay so before we get into valerie let's jump over to uh reinamystique.com r-e-i-n wow r-e-i-n-a-m-y-s-t-i-q-u-e.com i almost forgot how to spell it there for a second 1018 is the new album by Raina Mystique. Uh, I had a, uh, the honor of penning a few songs alongside my wife. So go check out 1018 at RainaMystique.com. You can get your physical copies there or any performances coming up that uh, around town. And um, you can also stream the songs on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music. Anywhere you get your music, you can do it there. You can also go to wespeakenglishgood.net and check out the newly redesigned website. Uh, my wife, Raina, she did that for me. And we're going to update it even further once we get a little time. Things have been crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, you can follow me on Facebook at We Speak English Good or on Instagram at We Speak English Good. Leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast. Any little bit helps. You can leave a, a written review or just, you know, you could just click the five-star review or one-star review, whatever you want. It, it's all good. We appreciate all the love that we get here at We Speak English Good. Uh, I think that's everything. So the way this is going to work is we'll talk to Valerie and then right afterwards we'll listen to her songs again that you can find on Spotify right now at uh, uh, under Miss Valerie Lopez. So we'll listen to Broke My Little World and Fill Your Heart With Love Not Hate and then we'll come in with the wrap up and then out baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please welcome Miss Valerie Lopez.
because I can say what I want to say and plan it out and then sing about it, you know? Yeah, well, that's the greatest thing about art. It's like one of the definitions I've kind of come up with is it's a way for people to express the things that we don't have words to, to you know, to, to, to express them with. So it's like uh, art is just this way that that people who have a hard time talking or expressing how they really feel just to sort of express that. And I think that's probably why uh, artists can be a little eccentric because they have a hard time <laughs> expressing. That's yes, why. of course. <laughs> but but I that's like what being makes. Weird, though. No, me too. I, I I would I would hate to think of what I would be without music in my life because yeah. um, I was just talking about this the other day. I think I think if I what didn't have art to express myself, that I would have ended up in an unhealthy kind of like. And I hate to say this, and I know it's weird, and we just met, but I feel like, <laughs> and I'm not trying to creep you out, but I feel like I would be like a weirdo, like creeper like guy. Like the, cre the creepy kind of weird. Creepy That's guy, not good. But, but not, but not in a like. I don't think it would be in a in a in a in a like take action kind of way. I just think I'd be that weird guy who's like sweating in the corner, like mm -hmm. just, and, and like no. And I'm. Sorry. Are you saying it's helped you learn how to be social and it's helped uh, me connect it, with other people? Yes, exactly. Because I would be the kind of weirdo that's not. I'm not over there being like perverted or anything. I'm just. I wouldn't I be able to express. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Because I. But would, it's probably good to clarify for us. No, no, because no, no, exactly because um, when I was talking to the other person, they were just like, "Oh my god!" So like, what? I mean, what? What kind of weird? Like, are you trying to like? You know? I'm like, no, well, normal, just like I don't know. Mike, like, uh, normal people don't understand. No, you're absolutely right. But weird people get weird, and when you meet another <laughs> awesome, cool, weird person, you love it. Like right now, yeah. I totally feel comfortable because you're That's a weirdo great. just like me. Yeah, totally, totally. And and um, without the expression of art in my life, yeah, it would just be like, <laughs> I would just be a weirdo, like, just in general, just the general weirdo over there. <laughs> so, tell me, um, where did you, do you have, uh, do you have a lineage of music in your family? Yeah, I actually do. Um, on my dad's side, my auntie, my aunt Peggy plays guitar and sings and plays piano. Uh-huh. And on my mom's side, I have an aunt and an uncle who write songs and used to perform. They don't really perform anymore, but mm -hmm. um, my uncle Mark was like a sort of a little rock star in the 80s. Oh, nice. Yeah, he had like a music video and everything. Really? He's like a really good guitar player and singer. And then my aunt, um, my auntie Nora, she writes songs and sings. Right now she's performing around like San Luis Obispo, California. Oh, cool. Doing like wineries and stuff, oh, which no, is cool. She's... I just saw her um, actually a couple weeks ago. It was really fun. She sounds great. And then my grandpa, on my my mom's dad, he played classical guitar. Yeah. And that, yeah, I always love listening to him play classical guitar because he has like that kind of classical grunt that goes yeah. with it. You yes. know when they play? <laughs> yes, yes, and you can hear it in those recordings. Which yeah, is, yeah, I do where, have some recordings of him, and you can hear yeah. him like, like really getting into oh, totally. it. Oh, totally. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, because with like the classical guitar, those mics that when they're recording it, they kind of kind of jack it up because of how quiet they can be, you know. And, so, and and plus of all the nuance of of the hitting and the tapping and stuff, so it picks up so much of like any kind of mouth. I always love listening to like old jazz records where you could yeah. hear like the piano player go, mm, like getting it, yeah. you know? Well, you can still hear it. In yeah, lots yeah, of totally, jazz totally. Yeah, I love that. I love hearing those those little sounds in the background that just sort of blend in for most people. But but like you know, if you're listening, you can hear it. There's um, 
there's like, uh, let's see, like funky pump popcorn, I think. The drummer, the bass, the kick drum has a squeak to it. Oh, really? So it adds this crazy nuance. Bill Withers, um, I'm sorry, I'm just listing songs that have all these like crazy little uh, nuance, little hidden gems in them. But so, so you grew up in a family of musicians and you just sort of. I did, however, it wasn't, um, it wasn't really like fostered in my oh, growing okay. up. I had, it was like bits and pieces here and there. Mm -hmm. I did like um, some piano lessons and then I was in a musical when I was in sixth grade. But it wasn't, um, it wasn't at the, it was something I really loved to do and I could escape into and find like safety in music and in my daydreams and mind and whatever. But it wasn't something that my parents really like helped me along with, I yeah. guess, very much. We're Just like at times, you know. Were they pro you going into music, or were they sort of like? Yeah, I think they were fine with it. Uh -huh. um, when I was when I became an adult and I started writing songs and started gigging and touring, I I like it took a really long time for my mom and my stepdad to be supportive of that mm. and kind of recognize that I am not just doing this for fun, but yeah. I actually would like to have a career writing songs. Yeah. Um, but that took a very, very, very long time. And um, I have their support now on this tour, which I think makes a huge difference. I bet. So. Wow. So, so they... So they were, they weren't against you doing it. They just were like, maybe you should think about doing something a little better. No, we didn't really what? like talk I'm, about what I should do. Or yeah, not no, do. I'm just I'm trying to understand like because it seems like that their approval didn't mean a lot to you, but it also seems like it wasn't like they're disapproving. So I'm just curious uh, what my I'd say my mom didn't like really approve of me playing in bars. Ah, she. Did say that she would not come see me in a bar. Actually, okay, so this is so okay. Okay, so, so here I guess we are. they were they were disapprovaling. <laughs> yeah, um, but I kept like I don't know. I just kept going for it, mm -hmm. and I, I couldn't stop. It's just like something in me that had to yeah. perform and no, write these songs. It's totally like a psychopathy. When I was a kid, my dad did take me, my biological dad uh -huh. took me to like karaoke stuff with my cousins and we'd go to Shakey's Pizza and oh, sing karaoke okay. and I really liked that. Yeah. But I stopped singing in front of people like around fifth grade. Lots wow. of things changed in fifth grade. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that, I think it was, yeah, I think it was fifth grade. That's the year I became really self-conscious and realized uh -huh. I was like the fat girl of the class and I was generally bullied throughout school like growing up I was always the new person high school is the eighth school I went to oh wow so you know how like you know how we're like naturally weird in a cool way well I didn't know that back then right and neither did the other kids well it doesn't translate <laughs> in high school right it doesn't translate or elementary cool. school or elementary school I was just the quiet weirdo no no oh, and, and and I'm hearing you talk and I'm just like wow there's a lot of similarities because in, in school, high school I was 325 okay so what does like, that mean 325 pounds oh yes. 325 yes. pounds yes I, I was just explaining to like, <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know what you were talking about uh, no, no, like, no 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 325 is that like some sort of weed or drug <laughs> code that I don't know about <laughs> I was the 325th drug dealer on my block to not get caught I don't know I don't know where that was going but oh yeah we do have some things in common so I mean and I'm not saying that you were like this 
325. I never person. got that big. Well, no one should, <laughs> especially. <laughs> but especially I was still time. really big, you know. Yeah, that, and and I feel like what I was explaining to my cousin was like yeah, the torment of being bullied and uh, and also trying to the way I had to slide into these chair desks. I don't know if you had that where you were yes, growing up. Yes, I know what you're I talking about. I had to about. slide in and wedge and yeah. like my guts over the top. I'm sweating. It was just, it was rough, but what yeah. it forced me to do was create, um, create a, uh, a, not a character, but have, create, a, or a, a built character. Yeah. Not like create a character that I'm being, but right, like right. it gave me character. And when when I did start losing the weight and when I did start like because when you lose the weight and like you know you start you start getting attention from other people and like you know like that freaked me out a lot and yeah. it took a long time for me to kind of get used to that I mean um I mean you're you're not fat at all now and either are you I oh well thank you very much <laughs> I mean like I, I, like in my head like I'm always like 300 pounds oh my gosh me too isn't that the worst <laughs> no matter how skinny yeah. I am in my mind I'm still that fat girl mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. I it just doesn't go away it's it's, it's like, weird and annoying like I is. wish I could not think like that but I yeah it's weird I was just watching this video about um how like extremely talented and overachieving people are always sort of so hard on themselves and they always feel like they're fraudulent in a way like they don't deserve their position in life mm -hmm. um, and, and, it, and it kind of I understand that, it, 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 it relates because you know no matter how hard I work at my weight it's never gonna be enough and, and that does reflect on how I am with like working with music and, and writing and all that stuff if I'm not doing that stuff, I feel guilty for not doing it. And, and when I do do it, it's not good enough. And then I watched this Michael Jackson interview with Oprah from yeah. like 1994. And every other phrase is Michael Jackson's like, I'm not happy with myself. I am I, a perfectionist. I don't like how I look. I just, even Michael Jackson, the most, and I know Michael Jackson is a controversial kind of subject right now, but at that time, I was just watching this video on YouTube last night actually yeah uh, and and it's just crazy how insecure that even if you are on top of the fucking world you're still just like scarred from childhood and and, and and that's sad but I feel like it creates a cooler adult and maybe we have our insecurities but I feel like it's I feel like there's a trade-off like I, I don't know like I, I don't know how you feel about it I mean I know it's annoying, but do you feel that it kind of fuels your creativity or do you think it hinders it? I think neither. No. I think that my experiences have made me who I am today. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good thing. And yeah. I mean, I would never wish to go back to those experiences, but because I've kind of processed them and come out on a healthier like way of living and thinking and feeling and interacting with people, I think um, it gives me a special, I guess, um, perspective for my songwriting mm -hmm. and experiences that, that I can draw from. And it helps me relate to other hurt people better. I have more compassion for people because of what I've been through, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it helps me or hinders me. 
Probably helps. If I have to pick one, I'd say it helps me. <laughs> yeah, I would like that too, right? <laughs> no, I think it does because if I, like, because you know, I write from some of those experiences. Mm -hmm. So without those experiences, I couldn't have these certain songs. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I would say more so used in the right way, it helps you. Yeah, but, but that's what's so great about art is that we can take those like really painful things and turn them on itself and, and make it so it inspires others, you know? Like, yes, I've and had that's, people... that's so rewarding. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, I agree. Cause I've had people come up to me and talk to me about how they felt themselves in that song. Even though I was writing about my experience, even no matter how like detailed the song is to what I went through, it somehow helps other people process what they've been through. Yeah. And, but I, I like it when people talk to me about that and tell me after yeah. they hear my song me too. and share that because it makes it way more rewarding <laughs> for yeah. writing those um, experiences. Right. So. And I'm sure when you're writing those songs, it, well, I don't know. I'm not going to assume anything. But <laughs> for you, when you're t when you're drawing on this pool of, of your childhood trauma, um, is it is it awkward for you, or do you find it like a little relief in it? Or I mean, like, do you does it take you to those places w when you're a kid? Like, how, I mean, how do you process it when you're writing and pulling from these childhood traumas? Usually it gives me relief mm -hmm. and kind of helps me let go of some of the pain. Yeah. Um, sometimes I write the song and I don't really feel much, but I'll be listening to it later or playing it later and just start bawling and like yeah. feel like I'm eight years old again, you know? Yeah. But generally, yeah, it helps a lot. Mm -hmm. It gives me a lot of relief. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, totally, man. So, uh, so like, did, did you go to college for music or did you do it? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, before I did go, I decided to go back to college. I had been touring and writing and gigging for like 12 years. So wait, wait, did you start the whole gigging thing directly after high school? Um, in my first college. Oh, okay. okay. My first college right out of high school, uh -huh. I got a volleyball scholarship. Oh, sweet. I hadn't been, I hadn't written music yet. Uh, oh, I say it sounded good. Thank you so it. much. What's your name? Stan. Stan. Valerie, yeah, I, uh, nice to meet you. The other guy that was here, I uh, filled out, well, I gave him, he's on Facebook with me now. So. Okay. So, I don't know if Did you see my card on one of the tables? No, I didn't. Oh, are those, is that what those here. cards are? Yeah. Here, oh, okay. Here. I wasn't even sure. Sure. Uh, where are you from? Los Angeles. Oh, you're a long way from home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you don't mind, like following me on. No, that whatever. I, I always do. Always do. Um, Thank you. And you said you had an email. Yeah. Hey, um, it's on the card, and you can sign up for my email list on my website. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should say your there. email out loud. My email. Yeah. Or that. my website. Oh. I'll say my website. Sure. It's www. But you spell Valerie without an e, so it's. I use. Okay. I'm sorry. This no, is no, no. probably illegal, but I'm gonna do it anyways. <laughs> it goes like V A L E R I L O P E Z. Please don't sue me. <laughs> No one's gonna see you. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that mouse has enough money. I wouldn't worry about it. I wouldn't worry about it. But I don't know. That's like how I can. I tell people that sometimes. To that's actually remember. a really great way to, to do it. No, but it was good. I loved Thank it. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Matter of fact, if you want, 
Are you on Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can give Ms. you my. You can, so you can go and look at. Okay. Put you yeah. there now because I'll forget later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm bad. I get. Well, now don't tell me I didn't do that already. So I better do it now because I don't want to lose any of it. No, my wife's been bugging the you know what out of me, trying to get me to order a pizza. <laughs> And then I order the pizza just as I order it, it gets, they say it's in the oven. They're like, nah, cancel it. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, it's on the way. <laughs> and save me a few pieces. Oh, she'll be reluctantly eating it all oh, night. She, she, she's, she's mad because the, we have like two kids that stay there with us. They're not our kids, but we take them in. We got them out of gangs and stuff like that. Sweet. So uh, one of them just took off with his girl didn't say nothing they knew where I was ordering the pizza pissed oh. my wife off and you know, you know I'm not gonna go into all the whole story but <laughs> yeah. uh, Val Valerie yeah Miss uh, Valerie Lopez M-I-S-S -S. oh I have to put the miss yeah oh. all pretty much all my social media is Miss Valerie Lopez which is a very valuable thing when it's all <laughs> consistent across yeah. the platform well except for my website which is Valerie Lopez well websites are different that's okay yeah, M-I-S-S-V-A-L-E-R-I-L-O-P-E-Z. Uh, Valerie. Miss Valerie Lopez. Brent. No, Noe? Noe. Okay. Noe at the end of Valerie. That's a unique way of spelling it. Is that how it's actually spelled on your birthday? Maybe, maybe not. Ooh. I can neither confirm nor deny that. That's like a secret. That. <laughs> that's a that's a good answer because as I was asking, I was uh, like, "Why are you asking her about birth certificate?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's your page. Yeah, that's me. Oh, it's okay. Not yeah, not me. the actual. Okay. Okay. That's the only was... thing I use on Facebook. Okay. Well, I have to go farther than that because. <laughs> but okay. Cool. Thank you. Oh, no problem. And if there's a way I can at least send the link through the videos, because yeah, yeah. sometimes it'll allow me to uh, see if it'll let me post. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to be here tonight. So. Uh oh. Well, no, things fell through. All plans, you know how it goes. I do know how it goes. That's Usually, it lets you post. I don't know. But <laughs> yours might not. Well, most pages do, but not all of them. I just want to say that I went and liked Miss Valerie Thank you. Lopez without E at the, at the end of Valerie. <laughs> That's what I While did. we were just sitting Thank here. Oh, gee golly, guys. Gee golly, we're going to make her blush. So. Oh, I didn't play my wrinkled hand song, which talks about me blushing. Oh, oh well. <laughs> It was good to meet you. Yeah, have nice a safe to meet you trip too. wherever Thank you go. You. And have a safe trip going back. Thank you very See you much. And don't this be too don't be too mad at her. <laughs> Callie <laughs> loves she it. Looks, she looks up. He was just referring to my kitty cats yeah, that we which, have right here. Which you insisted uh, like she needs to be a part of this. Yes. So um, what's your cat's name again? Callie. Callie. C A L L I E. Ooh. She has her own Instagram. Has, oh, does she? <laughs> And she has an E at the end of her Yeah, name. she does. She stole my E. Uh, so, you, uh, so you went to college the first time. Yes, but I did not finish. Yeah, okay, which insinuates <laughs> that you've gone back since. So, yeah, please. so then I stopped going to school. and Oh, because I, I got hurt in volleyball. Oh. I hurt my back, so oh I had to God. stop. What happened? Um, well, I, I 
you know, in college, like, they train you really hard, but I was doing um, some back squats, mm -hmm. like, and I put, uh, actually, it was with this soccer player that I shouldn't have listened to because he had me put on way too much weight because it was my first time doing back squats, uh -huh. and I'm really, really strong. Yeah. Like, I'm really strong for a girl. Yeah. So, he, of course, I could do it, but the next day at practice, I did, like, this twist motion when we were doing some drills, and it my muscle tore and oh, my, my tailbone. God. But I didn't get it treated because I was dumb and young wow. and a diehard athlete. Yeah. And, you um, can't take time off. It turned into herniated discs but i got it like it's pretty manageable now yeah, like it yeah. still hurts but and like ever since then i've like been in pain every day but yeah it's yeah. just kind of like what i gotta deal with Probably. but anyways yeah i um stopped <laughs> i just deal with chronic I pain also every day. quit college because i was only there for volleyball anyways yeah yeah you're like what's the point of this shit if I'm yeah not so and that's when i started kind of um, playing guitar and writing songs. Oh shit, wait, so, so you didn't even start playing music until you were in college? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh wow. Well, I, I mean, I took piano lessons here and there when I was a kid, but I didn't start writing and playing guitar till I was 18. So um, then I stopped going to college, took some time off. I was working, like performing, touring. I moved to Oregon, lived in Washington, and I decided to go back to Oh yeah, because I kind of went to Washington because I almost, I was going to get married, but that was a very, very, very awful split. Oh. Very well, heartbreaking. Well, why, why did you, so you, you're from Los Angeles, yes. right? And then so you went to uh, well, Eugene, I, is that what you said? No, I went to, I was living in Corvallis, Oregon. Okay, Corvallis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Okay, well, and why? Why? Why'd you go to Oregon? I just need, I don't know, I just wanted to live in the trees and get out of L.A. Oh, I just so needed you moved by yourself? Leave. Yeah, I went without, I knew one person mm -hmm. um, that I had met at Human Lake Christian Camps in California because we worked together. Okay. And then I visited for a week and then I was like, I need to move here. I just Oregon's knew I needed beautiful. to move here. It is beautiful. So I moved, didn't have a job, didn't have a place to stay or live. Um, I ended up staying with his sister, so I met his sister, and then I this lived there for a few years. This is your future fiance. No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. This is just a friend. Okay, no, no, this no, is no, a friend. No, no. I'm sorry. No, um, but yeah, it's kind of funny because when I moved to Corvallis, I like my only friend that I knew in Corvallis. Mm. I ended up never seeing. <laughs> I made a bunch <laughs> of other friends. <laughs> and I became friends with his sister. Um, in fact, I will be seeing her later on my tour when I go back to Oregon. Wonderful. Um, but anyways, what was I saying? Yeah, I took the time off and then I was touring, gigging, and I've had different opportunities, but I don't know. I just like, like what kind of opportunities? Oh, like label opportunities, mm -hmm. different things. Like, oh, have you ever heard of, uh, what was that? big hot band in the 90s Dishwalla. Yes. I played with them at an Acoustic Christmas concert. Oh really? That was fun. You opened? I opened Oh for them. fun. Yeah. And I don't know like nothing really ever panned out or I decided not to do something. I don't really know why but along the way I decided I wanted to finish a degree and I went back to school and decided to study music because um, actually there is a reason why. I had wanted to for a very long time. Even at my first college, I wanted to study music, but because I didn't really have any training beforehand, I just thought like, I can't do this, I suck. You right. Know? So, um, my stepdad went back to school in his 60s to get his master's in counseling, okay. and he like totally switched up his whole career in his oh. 60s, and he was like, wow. 
Valerie, don't wait till you're in your 60s to do what you love. And I was like, okay. So then I went back to school that year. Oh, wow. And I started off at a community college, which was kind of like my high school, because like everybody else like had been studying music like since like middle school. Right. But I ended up transferring to USC in Los Angeles. Oh, sweet. And when I had moved away from Los Angeles, I really thought I would never, ever, ever move back. <laughs> But I did. It just worked out perfectly. I got a university grant to study there, and it was like an amazing learning time. And kind of when I was at USC is when I processed all like my childhood stuff. And mm -hmm. I wrote "Broke My Little World" and finished "Fill Your Heart with Love, Not Hate" and uh, "Don't Give Up, Child," which I didn't play tonight. But um, yeah, so it, I didn't really like perform a lot. I don't know why. Like I couldn't. I just. Like when normally I would find relief and comfort in music, I just I felt like so depressed with music. And, and this is this is when you moved back to Los Angeles to go yeah, to school. Yeah, yeah. This was in 2014. Mm -hmm. So yeah, kind of. I guess I just had to take a break from performing. And so you were touring hardcore, and then came back to. Well, I mean, just touring yeah. in general I mean, and it's playing like I, a lot. Yeah, I was touring a lot and gigging a lot and like just having different jobs here and there. Like I was a server at a Japanese restaurant. Oh, I yeah. was a treatment aide at a, a drug rehabilitation center for teenagers. Oh, wow. Um, that was a really cool job, actually. I bet. I bet. Um, what, what, what were you doing there? I was a treatment aide. So basically, I kind of was, what do you call those? Um, Sorry, that beat's getting me. <laughs> yeah, I can't no, think. rocking, man. <laughs> um, well, I basically took them throughout their day mm -hmm. and through their activities to their classes. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, you know, disciplined them. Yeah. Oh. Which, what was really cool, what I learned there, it's like, I learned how to give discipline without being the bad guy. So basically, it's like, well, you have these decisions. You can do this and you can get, you know, your a reward for being good yeah. or you can be penalized for choosing a bad choice right so it was like it's not me so you're putting the blame like, on them yeah you're well, putting it's the because it's it's their, it's their power choice. it's right. their life right. to choose so that was like a really cool experience for me i'm sure it's like you that you like you can choose the life you want to live you just right. gotta like, be strong enough to make the right choice either choice may not be your first choice like i'm yeah, sure totally. you don't want to be in this drug rehab house but you have <laughs> these are the choices you have while you're here you know right. you know and like it sucked because some of them like they have been addicted to drugs since they were like three or four years old because their parents would give it to them to like shut them up when they're babies, you know? So these kids have hard lives. Yeah. And it was it was called the Yes House in Corvallis. When you hear when you hear about like these kids who had like really tough times coming up, like giving drugs and stuff, like do you feel like cause sometimes cause I work with I, I don't I'm full-time music, but like I'll work with a homeless shelter in my yeah. city, and you know I try to help as much as I can. And, yeah. and when you hear some of these stories, it's like, man, like when I'm feeling my lowest and I feel so sorry for myself because I'm just what in whatever kind of state I'm in, because I get depressed, like I have depression and stuff like that, and um, a lot of artists do. Go figure. Um, a lot of artists have depression and all kinds of fun little mental things, but. Um, I just feel like, I almost feel like, 
like, man, my trauma isn't shit compared to what these guys did, but I, I don't know, do you ever feel like when you hear these stories, like, it kind of puts your trauma into perspective, or, or, or is it just, I don't, I don't know, I just, for me, that's how it affects me sometimes, but I'm so up my own ass sometimes that <laughs> maybe it shouldn't affect me like that. Well, I actually have learned, this is how, this, erase that part, because <laughs> I hate stuttering. Oh, were, were you a stutterer? Um, no, uh, no, no, I wasn't. But what I've learned mm -hmm. and how I view things, my perspective is that we should never like downsize our own trauma. Mm -hmm. I think when you learn other people's stories, you can put some of your life in perspective. But I think comparing is not a good thing because yeah. what you've been through is something that is only yours that you've been through, and like to make yourself try to think that it's not as harmful or important as this other person because they were giving drugs when they were three years old with a baby or whatever. I think that's not like a good way to like, I don't know. Right. You're kind of minimalizing your own right. problems even though like they, it's still trauma and it still happened and it's still something that you went through and, yeah, and dealt so. with. And so to compare it to others is, is sort of minimalizing your own and like and maybe even oh like and like just know. comparing yourself is it's just yeah. not good like I no don't know. I feel you but I know there's a lot of people in the world that have gone through more horrific things than I have but me like downplaying my pain isn't gonna make their pain go away or any better mm -hmm. and it could hinder me from healing you know yeah. and kind of just facing the truth but but yeah I think it like put some things in perspective and it this is what it does it helps me be really thankful for the good things that I had you know yeah, yeah. instead of like comparing myself and thinking like ugh, I'm just a baby for like thinking I yeah. like, experience pain I like just am thankful that I'm thankful I didn't have parents that fed me drugs when I was a baby to right. shut me up right. uh, no 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 that's a great way of looking at it and, and it, um, I've been really trying to um, do the positive thinking thing, right? Like, like instead, it's hard. It's so fucking hard. It's so hard, and like, cause like I'm a very pessimistic person, and I can be too. Yeah. And and like, and for a long time I called it just being real. Just this is just how it is. But but yeah. it's so funny how like dumb your brain can be that you can like trick it into like. Because like I've done it so much that now I'll almost catch myself when I start to maybe say something negative about myself. Yeah. And I joke around a lot. I mean, for the podcast, yeah. I can be silly and it's just part of who I am. And I can be self-deprecating, so I can joke about it and I and I have a good perspective of it. But there are times when I'm just like, God, I am just not good. I'm just not good. You know, like, yeah. is it like when you... I experience the same things. Like I like joking about myself, but yeah. some there are some days when I'm, I'm like I'm the biggest loser in the world. Like yeah. I just right. What, I what am I doing here in San Antonio at some fucking bar in the middle of nowhere? Like you know, like those kind of thoughts come in my head. Uh, you know, and, and not to downplay your performance because that was so beautiful. I had a good time. And like, and they I think had, you like, just not flashing lights and like did. twirling light I thingies. I don't know what those did, are. But. Did you book this gig? Yeah. Or, oh wow, that's awesome! Like I, I, I wasn't sure on how it worked. I didn't know. Oh if yeah, I just I contacted them, and this was the spot they had yeah. in the dates that I was looking for mm -hmm. to come through. That's so sweet. I was like, 
Yeah, sure. Yeah. I like open mics. Being, I think having a featured spot at an open mic can be really good sometimes because yeah, people are there to play, so mm -hmm. there will be people in the audience. Right. And I've never been to San Antonio, so who would come see me besides Beverly? <laughs> Beverly, that was so amazing. So could you please tell <laughs> what just occurred here? Okay, so um, I came into the bar. It was like very empty, and I don't know why, but I just happened to talk to this woman. I was like, "Hey, are you playing tonight?" Because I was gonna give her my card, yeah. like whatever. And she's like, "She's like, no, I came here to see the music." I was like, "Oh, I was like, who are you here to see?" And she was like, "You." And I was like, "Me." <laughs> so apparently, she came yeah. and saw me back in like 2013 uh -huh. in Seattle wow. at a bar, and. She liked me so much. She came out tonight because now she lives over here. So <laughs> that is such and an incredible. I yeah, it was that was really nice. That has to feel. Wonderful. I was so happy she came. It's always a surprise when people show up to any of the shows I'm a part of. <laughs> it's like especially yeah. on a Monday night. Yes, <laughs> on, a Monday night. on a Monday night, and I mean like, I mean like you obviously like. When you when you took stage, I mean, like I didn't know what to do. I saw you kind of tuning up in the corner. I'm just like, immediately I'm drawn to like the person who's sort of in the corner, sort of like doing their thing. You know, like that's just where my head goes. Like yeah. I like talking to like the guitar players and stuff like that. But like when I see someone in the corner who's like really prepping to like like really getting into a mindset is like that's when I'm just like okay. And then when I hear you play, you obviously have experience and you. Have beautiful voices. Thank you. Um, Wait, can I tell you something? Of course. Remember when we were talking about how I am very insecure about speaking? Yeah. Like just talking? Yeah. Also, I, I, I just remembered one of one of the reasons because I when I've heard myself speak, I think I always sound like a little girl and I don't sound very smart because my voice is really little girly. Oh. And then I stutter sometimes and I like can't get my thoughts out. So yeah. That's why. That's I forgot. That's one of the biggest reasons why I've always been so insecure to speak. So this is like a really big deal for me right oh, now. Oh wow! I'm so happy that we could do that. I mean, <laughs> does it? Do you feel like you're are communicating well? Like, do you Tonight, feel like right it's now? going well right now? I think it's not going terrible. No, I, <laughs> I know it's not going terrible. <laughs> no, trust me. I'm but, sure I'll still sound like a little girl, but that's okay. <laughs> no, no, I hate my voice. Um, when I hear it back, like I can I can barely, like I only listen to these podcasts back when. Because you have to edit it. <laughs> well, yes, that uh, constantly I have to hear my own awful voice. But, um, but like to listen back to a finished product just to sort of um, just understand what I'm doing more, you know, yeah. just sort of when you listen back to a live show, you're just like, okay, I can do that. What can okay. I fix? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and that, that's. Yeah, I that's, will force myself to listen to this. Okay? It's hard, right? It's well, Sometimes it's hard, but like you, these are things that you should be doing if you want to improve on your own performances and stuff. No, no, and, but you had just admitted that you did it, so that you're <laughs> doing the right thing, even though it's hard for us to do it. Yeah. It, I, I think it's I think it's important to listen back to your performances and to be very uh, to scrutinize yourself healthfully and uh, and, and uh, you know have a, a, a very realistic perspective on how you present yourself as a performer. Yeah. I mean, these are the ways you become better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I I was just um, I don't want to push it, but I'm just curious about the whole Seattle thing yeah. since you can't. Um, so you went to Seattle to marry, and that didn't work out. I'm sorry, <laughs> no, it's just it in didn't. my head. It's in my head, and I'm just curious. Um, 
you know, we know we can move past no, this. No, it's it's I just mean, gonna keep coming back up in my head because you kind of <laughs> slid right over it, and I was just like, okay. Yeah, I, I, just, I had moved up to Seattle mm -hmm. to be with somebody, and it certainly didn't go the way I thought it would. But in the end, I think it's better that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just weren't meant for each other. What? But so how did we really thought we were? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's how it usually works in the beginning. Uh, so did you move this? Do you met him in Seattle? Like how did I you was actually living in Oregon at the time. Uh -huh. He's from the Seattle area, but he was living in Santa Cruz, California. Oh, Santa Cruz. And so I I met him when I was on tour in Santa Cruz. Okay. And he ended up being like a friend of all my friends that lived in Santa Cruz. Oh, <laughs> I ended up sleeping on his couch on like uh, one of the tour nights because I was at my other friend's house and I uh, I was touring with my friend Dan Miles and his band. Um, Dan Miles is a really good singer-songwriter. Oh. Um, although he's, he doesn't really perform anymore, but he lives in the Seattle area now. But um, anyways. One of the guys on, in his band snored so loud, and I'm a light sleeper. I, I barely can sleep like when it's silent. Mm -hmm. So um, he and his roommates like offered their couch to me. Aww. He's like living with like a a guy and a gal that he grew up with Whoa. in the Seattle area, actually, and they all like moved down to Santa Cruz together. Oh, fun. So that's kind of how I met him and I guess like he liked me right away but I didn't really like him right away <laughs> but yeah so he was actually my first boyfriend ever oh wow but um and how old were you I was older older I was in my mid to late 20s actually it's okay I mean <laughs> you know, like, I, I hate that, like, as a society, we put so much pressure on Oh, that, no, that I'm not thing. embarrassed. No, no, no. Well, I, I'm sorry. I misinterpreted that reaction. <laughs> I just, like, well, I was kind of, uh, kind of, like, giggling at the fact that I didn't really even talk to people growing up in school, uh -huh. in, like, high school. Yeah. I, like, had my first kiss when I was almost 18, you know? And so it's just kind of funny, like... Cause I'm, I feel like I'm ten years behind everybody else. <laughs> Did I just say that I feel the same fucking way about myself? But I think mine is more. Well, I guess it's we're both. It's both self-induced in a way. But mine is more or less. I went down the path of drugs and alcohol, uh -huh. and then so like my twenties were marred with me just being drunk <laughs> and saying I'm a musician, but in reality yeah. I was just fucking up other musicians' sets, being mm -hmm. fucked up, waste, being wasted. I'm sorry, I'm cussing so much. I noticed that you don't cuss at all, so <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back a little. And I'm so Look, sorry. Look, you just be you. Well, I tried. I try to reflect uh, uh, mirror energy because that's. It's what I learned in uh, as being a um, in um, what do you call it when you just call people randomly and try to sell them stuff. A salesman. Yeah, but like it's the most hated of all salesmen. A uh, Michael Scott. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched the whole office. That's such a good show. It's so good. Uh, I totally forgot what I was. Dwight's on. my favorite. Dwight is incredible. Dwight and Angela actually. Uh. That whole thing, right? <laughs> that whole it. thing with Andy. I'm so and happy they got together. Right, and and if they end, did not get married, I would be so upset. You know, I don't know if I would have been so upset. I would have been so upset. Well, you would have been upset. But Angela, to be fair, Angela was a bit... 
Well, yeah, she was a Trifling. jerk at times. So was Dwight. Of course. I mean, he Dwight's tricked her into marrying her. Well, yeah, that's, that's pretty dirty. bad, but also awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, that's cool, but like she also was he playing. He could have had dudes. her if he didn't do that. Well, but he didn't then kill it wouldn't cat. be as much drama. Yeah, he shouldn't. Have he shouldn't have killed the cat. cat. And that then was that probably the worst that's the thing. One. That's the and one. And I don't blame her for. And that's when him. she jumped ship to Andy. Right, but she always loved Dwight. The but whole she always time. loved Dwight. Even though he did that terrible thing. He did that terrible. All thing. he had to do was admit it and apologize. Yeah. And not put the cat in the freezer. Yeah, well, oh my and, gosh, and if somebody put my cat in the freezer, I would kill them. Yes, that's Just a, kidding, I wouldn't kill them, but... But that's an awful thing to do. Look at her, isn't she cute? She's gorgeous. Like, no, it's like... I it, like her. I, I, I can't stand when animals or anything innocent that can't fight them. back gets hurt, man. It, it drives me nuts. And I'm not the biggest animal lover, but I don't want to see little... Like children, too. Yes, yes. Like, I, I, I don't want to see any of these creatures be hurt. It's so terrible. Yeah. But I don't really... I don't really want pets i actually just found out that when i get back home i have to go take my dog and put her down because she has a, i had to do that to our dog it's such a bummer I, I just got off the phone with my wife and she's just like uh she hasn't eaten in the last two days yeah, and she has time she has a she has a mouth cancer and it's spread to her body and so she stopped eating she stopped drinking and it's starting to starting to mess with me She's my stepdog too. She came with my <laughs> wife, and I didn't like her for a long time because she was vindictive. She would shit in my studio. She would just come in my studio and shit. She was upset with you for yes, taking the attention of her master. I get it now, and you know what? We bonded since then, and me yeah. and that dog are real close. And so, so she no longer potties in your studio. Oh no, not at all. She she's very she's actually. When she won't listen to my to my wife, yeah, my wife's like, fine, Mike, will you tell Kaya to come in? And I'll be like, she's like, oh, here I go, yeah, like. That's so cute. It is cute, but man, it took me a really long time to really warm up to her, and now yeah. that I'm warmed up to her, it's so not fair that I have to go home and like yeah. do this. So, um, we we van life for um, when we're moving from San Diego to. Ohio, yeah. uh, we van life there, yeah. and she came with us, and that's when we really bonded because yeah. she had my back, you know, like because it was like me and her against the world, <laughs> and we're all like living in this little van and you know traveling from city to city and hanging out. And she got to climb mountains. She's like the luckiest dog that she's traveled more. That dog has traveled more than a lot of people have traveled in their lifetime. So she's she's anyways. <laughs> Just curious, but what yes. time is it? Because I have to drive to Austin tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. Where uh, Where are you going? My cousin lives in Austin, Sweet. so yeah, I'm yeah. Okay, like we can pretty awake, this. so I figured I'll drive tonight. Yeah, right what now. What time is it? It's 11.20. Yeah, Do you want to wrap up? One. Yeah, probably, even though no we're having such a good time. No, no problem, man. I really appreciate you like even doing this. This was very this nice. Fun. And I actually, oh, please, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna ask if I could um, talk a little bit about my future music plans Fuck this year. Yes, okay. please do. Go ahead here. Okay, <laughs> so I'm planning on doing a pledge music because I need to raise some funds and get some investors for my next album. Okay. Because I really want to work with a, a producer. I I've done like a lot of stuff on my own, but I want to work with somebody to like really bring my ideas out and like you know make it better than what I could do alone. So I'm going to do a pledge music and it's going to be under Miss Valerie Lopez and I'm going to post it on all my um, 
social media stuff, which okay. I do admit I'm not super great at social media because I don't like I don't really spend a lot of time on stuff like that. I feel it. But um, I'm trying to get better. Yeah. Putting up posts and updates on my tour and yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm excited that I'll be recording later in the okay. summer and I'm going to be doing that in case Sweet. anybody would like to be a part of it and you get you know you get um incentives and gifts for whatever you pledge right. and yeah so so yeah. that's a where how can people find pledgemusic.com and i think my like url is slash miss valerie lopez I'm pretty 99.9% sure. I have Sweet. to check that. But but you can always just go to ValerieLopez.com, my okay. website, and I'll have all the updates there and like on Facebook and Instagram and all that. So um, but yeah, that that won't happen till after the tour, like in May. So Sounds good. I'm hopefully I'm planning on writing a lot of songs on tour. Nice. How and how's that been going? So far I have a couple ideas that I really like. I just haven't had time to really like sit down and hash them out, but so far. Right on. Well, Valerie, uh, thank you so much for sitting down with me. And when your album comes out, let's stay in touch and let's do like a Skype thing. And I would love it. to. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you, Valerie. Did it hurt when I broke your fall? Did you feel anything at all? to mess me up Could I ever be good
Thank you, Miss Valerie Lopez. Again, you can find Valerie's music on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you get your uh, podcast. Whoa, settle down. (laughs) Anywhere you get your music, you can find Valerie. Um, You can also go to ValerieLopez.com, V-A-L-E-R-I lopez l-o-p-e-z dot com and you can find all her music and her tour dates and stuff i I don't know if she's still on the road and the last time i saw her post something she was in like minnesota so she's been getting around she's been getting around but uh yeah so she's on the road so you still might be able to catch her out there in america somewhere she's out there traveling around doing her thing um Again, the two songs we listened to was uh, Broke My Little World and Fill Your Heart With Love, Not Hate. Beautiful songs. And uh, uh, yeah, it's just uh, it, it's great music. I, I'm just uh, really appreciative of artists like Valerie who uh, were just out there putting their heart out there on the line, you know? Vulnerability. It, it, to, to, to express vulnerability as a human being in today's world in today's environment you know you can be seen as weak but i i find that the strongest people are the ones who are not afraid to be vulnerable and especially express it and uh especially to give uh to give hope to others in in expressing their vulnerability anyways uh you can go to ratemystique.com r-e-i-n-a-m-y-s-t-i-q-u-e dot com and check out the new album 1018 by Raina Mystique. I had the honor of penning a few of the songs on the album, so go ahead and pick that up. You can get your physical copies at RainaMystique.com or you can go to any one of our shows and get physical copies. All that's at the website, RainaMystique.com. You can also go to the newly redesigned We Speak English Good.net and check out all the upcoming gigs i got there well we're gonna update it soon but uh i'm gonna add a calendar and and headshots and epks and all that good shit is gonna go on to we speak english good dot net um you can also leave a review on itunes stitcher anywhere you get your podcast you can follow me on instagram at we speak english good or on facebook at we speak english good or mike Epp. Mike Epp, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's everything. Man, I, I do feel like I'm missing something here, but who gives a shit? Thank you very much to Valerie Lopez, and, uh, and uh, I just appreciate everybody listening to the show, and the numbers have been still... I mean, they're, they've leveled off, but they're still leveled off higher than it was earlier. So, like, we, we, we hit a big spike... And then it kind of leveled off, and but it's still higher than it was. So, so we I appreciate uh, you know new listeners that and and the ones that's been sticking through this this crazy journey. Uh, it's insane to think that people are listening. Uh, you can write the show at wespeakenglishgood at gmail.com. Tell me what you're thinking. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, guys, that's enough out of me. Uh, HJ's for everybody. Be good to your fellow human beings. I'll see you guys next time. And, uh, you know, love, baby. Love. No, fill your heart with love, not hate. A good quote from our guest here. (laughs) 